Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. If that prize just costs 30 quid, think of the money we make. Why How many people are Why are you telling the people how much it costs? Oh, I didn't realise you were recording. <laughs> 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 that's what was recorded. That's what I'm on. That's why I kept quiet. This is what happens to me on the fighting cock all the time. <laughs> you always have your eye on a task, I'm always. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mean that. If you win it, good luck to you. Yeah. We don't know what it is yet. We'll talk about Prediction League later. Yeah, right. okay. Welcome, episode 35 of Below the Belt. Welcome back for Super Fight episode, or the Glenn Johnson episode. Yeah. You're getting into this naming and like... Mean? Okay, Super Fight episode. So the original Super Fight was... Well, not the original Super Fight, but it was called the Super Fight at the time, was Sugar Ray Leonard against Marvin Hagler. Um, that was Sugar Ray Leonard's 35th fight. Uh, the Glenn, the Glenn Johnson episode. The reason. Don't say that, me. You know, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. you meant by that. Little sideways on there because T is a massive Marvin Hagler fan and den- denies to this day that Sugar Ray Leonard washed him badly. Nah. He didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why not? He didn't. It's Got soft. To be fair, I think he went southpaw and that kind of lost him the fight. Yeah, he started really slow. Yeah. Started really slow and Sugar Ray Leonard came out really quick. He picked his pocket basically. He saw, yeah. I think he had a fight a year earlier and he was showing signs of slippage and he said, I'm going to fight him now. Yeah. I'm going to watch that again tonight. I'm uh, I'm not well at the moment. I, I'm feeling rather under the weather. So yeah. I'm struggling sleeping, so I might watch that tonight. Yeah. If, uh, I'll text him. I know like exactly, I know exactly what he was going to say. He washed him! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Alright, let's get on with it because. Um, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, first of all, so just say uh, again, thanks for all the reviews that people keep leaving. It's really appreciated. Twitter accounts at below the belt uh, underscore facebook.com forward slash B2B pod. That's where you can get involved with the prediction league. Uh, we're on Instagram as well, below the belt pod. Uh, so get at us. Questions, 
uh, anything that you want us to discuss, just fire it out, man. So, all right, let's start with Saturday night's card because it's the freshest in the mind, and yeah, uh, makes sense. Yeah, and it kind of it, it it garnered some emotions from people. So, uh, as a card that took a lot of stick, including from yeah us, yeah, um, you know, as it turned out, it was a hell of a night, and you got good. huge amounts of value for money. So, I mean, we watched uh, it together, Cal, yeah, uh, and we were up on our feet and shouting and and you know. Yeah, screaming three, a couple of times. Yeah, the three heavyweight fights—Dave Allen, Chisora, and White—I think they all delivered, didn't they? Mm. You know, start with Dave Allen. You know, he's been talking about retiring for some time, um, and normally when people start re- start talking about it, it means they're gonna do it or they've lost their edge a little bit. And he looked like he was getting beat up a little bit by mm-hmm. Nick Webb, um, and then he pulled one out, didn't he? He pulled one out and and sparked Nick Webb. I thought that was uh, in that and yeah. You just turned up, hadn't you? Yeah. You just turned up, walked in, ten seconds, and Nick Webb's on the floor. And uh, you know, we slag off the heavyweights quite a bit, but there's no division like it. And, yeah, uh, it delivers. And Saturday night proved that, didn't we? So before we start talking about the the, the individuals as a, as a whole, um, where did you, you know, were you were you excited for for the card? And I tell you, uh, uh, you weren't here. You didn't want to spend the Saturday night with us. No, so. I had other plans. But <laughs> the annoyance I've got is that people, because the fights were good, not amazing, but good, they're saying there's £20 well spent. That's not the criteria for pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Pay per view. The criteria for pay per view should not be the fights being maybe better than you expected. What's pay per view is a lot more than that. There's so much more elements to, to it than just having just. But has the pay per view model. Or has the game around pay per view changed in terms of, in terms of you look at that and think right, you know my argument was the whole people saying look you've got to go pay per view to give White and Parker the money that they need to actually take this fight, and my argument was well okay but we didn't ask for this fight yeah you know this isn't something that everyone was kind of clamouring for so don't you know it's not like oh if you want this then you're gonna to have to pay for it that isn't what it was now look as it turned out it was it was a great fight and perhaps the people that make these matchmaking and no boxing stars better than we no better than us I don't know but yeah I think you're right I think it was difficult because there was you know even within our own group of friends that we were talking about and I'm sure everyone at home who was watching and, and I'm watching it with mates or talking about it in their whatsapp groups or whatever I'm sure there were some that were like well, why are you moaning why are you moaning about this being pay-per-view look how good how look how fun it's been look how great it's been but there's a difference between moaning about the fact that the fact that this is now what pay-per-view is because this is what it is now yeah um and still enjoying the night because I had both you know I loved every second of it um, but I couldn't bring myself to pay for it now you did so that made it easy yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah you read my mind you enjoyed it because I fucking paid yeah. <laughs> you owe more money now yeah <laughs> but do you see what I mean That's is, is that is that a fair assessment as to as to where people need to be with pay per view now I think I think it is just it's part of modern boxing now isn't it and we are not like the Americans. We're not paying eighty dollars. We're not paying a hundred dollars. What does that translate to in quid? That's like fifty, sixty quid, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we're not paying that. We're paying twenty pound, and it's still a lot. And I think a card like that, before it being a good card, you know, it's about demand, isn't it? And like you said, no one was clamouring for this fight. It's not like oh, it was a good card. Here's twenty quid, Mister Hearn. It's you're asking us to pay up front and, and taking a taking a chance on what's what's going to happen. Um, People pay a lot of money for Sky, and we've spoken about this before. You know, I pay sixty pound a month for Sky, and then BT, and then everything else. And it's 
know, to pay 20 quid on top of that, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot of money paying to watch TV every month. Was I excited? Do you know what? Yeah, I was a bit. Mm. I was a bit excited yeah, was, before yeah. it started because, do you know what? I like boxing. Yeah. I, like, I like boxing. I like watching it. I felt like I hadn't watched a live show for a few, for a while. Um, I think, I can't remember the last one. I think it was the Michael Condon one was the last one I watched live on the telly. And yeah, it was, it was excited. I yeah. wanted to just watch some boxing and it, thankfully, it worked out. Well, we've looked at, uh, we had a question come in from um, uh, Mark McBurney uh, on Twitter. He said, uh, this card, so before the card happened, I'm yep. assuming we were looking at that, this card or Bellew Cleverly 2, which one would you have said is, is better on, on... We should have listed the undercard. Well, we've got it here. So, it here. so okay. we've got it. So for on Sunday, 22nd of November, 2014, which was the... Um, which is Bellew Cleverly. So literally from the card up, it was, you know, A-size. You had Anthony Joshua against Michael Sprott, which was obviously on his way on his way up, but he was still a draw even then. You know, yeah. that was something that people were excited to watch. George Groves had his comeback fight or one of his, you know, on his route back against Dennis um, Duglin. Yeah. Jamie McDonnell against... Uh, um, for, that was for the World Bantamweight title, wasn't it, against yeah. uh, Shekhan? Uh, Callum Smith against you know, the people that Callum Smith has always fought. Uh, <laughs> James James DeGale against Marco Antonio Paraban, which obviously yeah. was was, was a big fight. Yeah, that was a decent fight. That was I think that was Didn't an eliminator him, as well. Like three rounds, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that might have been a final eliminator. I might be wrong, but I think I think that was up there. Yeah. Um, Scott Quigg um, obviously had his his super bantamweight title um, against Ataki, uh, and then it was Bell Clevy. Now. On paper, you look at the names on there, DeGale, yeah. Groves, you know, Joshua, obviously you've got to remember Joshua was still coming up, but he was already on that crossover period where he'd had a few knockouts and, and people were excited to watch him. Um, you got to remember, he was like first on you know, at half five, six o'clock on the Groves, Froch, Undercard, uh, Wembley as well. So he'd had a lot of exposure from there. Callum Smith and obviously and obviously Tony Bayou and, and Nathan Cleverly. So name-wise, it was on there. And then you compare that to Saturday where we had White, Chisora, you know, if you look at it, names, Buatzi, Conor Ben. Yeah, really, on paper, you'd say that Bellew Cleverly was probably a better beforehand. Yeah, yeah. Before we watched Parker uh, White against Parker, that yeah. card, you would probably look at that and go, "Oh, look at that A side." But it's a very strong A side and a very weak B side. There's not a lot of Periban. I knew about mm. Periban. Uh, one or two others on, you know, Sprock. Yeah, Ataki had, you know, had, yeah, had something. He'd about done him, some at least. bits, but it's a very stacked A side. Not so much on the B side, whereas. Saturdays, it wasn't amazing, but Dave Allen against Nick Webb, that was a bit, oh, I don't know. Chisora against Takam was all well, not quite sure. Um, and then Connor Ben against um, Paynow. Yeah. That had got, was a really good fight the first time around. I, I've, you know, if asking for an answer, I would probably go with the weekend's one. And it's weird because you look at some of, and I think this is this is what's changed. I think when you look at the records of the people on, on the other side, so like, you know, for example, Barazzi was fighting somebody who was 17 and 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had, you know the amount of people that had. You know Dave Allen's got four, you know four losses. You've got um, the guy Frank Ruglioni fought and had seven losses. Um, uh, the guy that Charlie Duffield fought had fourteen losses. You know, so it was different. It was different on there, but that loss isn't the biggest thing in the world now. As long as you can do it with the names and 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 add it to that card as in its own right. So I think this. I think that's a really nice way. It's a great question. I think that's what a nice way of shows as to where pay-per-view is now and I think we're just going to have to accept it well you don't have to accept it because you have to buy it but yeah. you have to accept that you don't know pay-per-view that. isn't isn't <laughs> five world yeah <laughs> five five world titles yeah uh, well, or, you know as, as you go along now I think it's the amount of money that Parker demanded while it was pay-per-view so mm. that kind of sticks in the craw a bit yeah and are they desperate for more pay-per-view fighters now so now they're looking at White as a pay-per-view fighter so his next fights have got to be you know pay-per-view worthy now yeah because he won't want to drop down and make less money no 
I'm not sure if he. I don't see him heading another pay per view card for now. But do you see what I mean? Because they're, they're yeah. you know, Kel Brooks on the way out. You know, Frotcher's gone. You know, they've got Joshua obviously. Bellew, you know, if this whole Usyk thing goes on, this this will be his last fight. Yeah. You know, Khan rebuilding. Yeah, you know, David so, Hayes gone. Yeah. yeah. So they are short of what they yeah. would call pay per view stars, and look, and I get why people were <coughs> angry. And like I said, we had our own discussions in our own group about you know, stop moaning and stop moaning and all the yeah. rest of it. But it's it's. I think we're in the change. We're in the eye of the storm of how pay per view has changed. Now, so there's always going to be a bit of a division on there. All right, let's talk about some of the fights individually. Then. So let's go back to Dave Allen very quickly. So knocked out um, Nick Webb in relatively spectacular fashion. Yeah. Came from nowhere, big overhand right um, onto the top of the head. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the stoppage with the ref? Because there was a little bit of criticism that I saw from some parts saying, you know, he's letting him get back up and account when he was clearly not able to get up properly. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of the time, I think there's a bit of a thing now around KOs and TKOs and things like that. They only they only rule it a knockout if they count them out. Yeah. You could be sparked out on the floor and wave it off. They don't count that as a knockout. It's mm. a TKO. So I think a lot of the time now the refs are just are just counting for the sake of counting now. Because his trainer ran, ran to the side of the yeah to the side of the uh, ring and was trying to get his gum shield out because obviously yeah. he he knows him better than anyone and was obviously very concerned. You know, at that point, should it just be right? That's it. God, the done. fight was over as soon as he put his hands on the fighter. Mm. It could almost be a disqualification. Mm. But the ref was sensible. He did the count. Even if he'd have got up, he'd have waved it off anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, he did manage to get to his feet, didn't he, eventually? Yeah. Uh, but it was over. I think he did had a little stumble and that was it. It mm. was over. I didn't have a problem with it. I wasn't offended. Okay. I wasn't bothered by it at the time. Don't know about you, but not really. So, Dave Allen kind of epitomises, um, you know, what boxing is for me uh, he's someone with a relatively limited amount of talent that is trying to make the best out of his out of that small amount of talent and he's getting some lucky breaks but he's willing to jump in and, and go for it did you have any concerns about the safety element obviously he came into it late he hadn't long fought against Tony Yucca where he took a bad um, a bad finish it'd been over a month hadn't it yeah just though, but literally on the on the day he was meant to be fighting on another card yeah. this weekend anyway yeah, it's um, normally like a, a 30 day suspension. But it was literally on the day, I think. After a knockout, it's usually uh, they're 30 days, they're not allowed to fight 30 days. It had been over a month, I believe. I think it had been five weeks. I had some concerns about the fact that Eddie was obviously needed a fight because obviously the Joe Joyce stuff had fallen through and all the rest of it. So, you know, putting, they gave him this like extra win bonus, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. I just worry that that's, you know, someone like Dave Allen, you know, who will always need the money. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very tempting to go and do that. And if he had to take another bad knockout, you know, is that isn't the way we really want to go? I don't know. Yeah, to go and a guy like Nick Webb out, weighed him by a couple of stone. Mm. I mean, it's a, was it really that much? Yeah, yeah, it was a couple of stone, and he is a bit of a puncher, Nick Webb. Um, yes, it potentially could have been dangerous. It's worked out; they've got away with it. Um, but in the heavyweight division, especially, you know, there needs to be a little bit more care taken, really. Um, would you go again if you were Dave Valentine now, or would you say, right, you know what, he's got, he had a little bonus enough, so we're told enough to go and buy himself a decent house, and you know? I don't think, I don't think he'll retire. Um, there's a few fights out there for him. Um, some might say Gorman and Dubois are too good for him, mm. but I think at domestic level he can still still make a living. Um, love the Babe Station stuff. Did you see it? Yeah, it was great. They wished yeah. him good luck before the fight. <laughs> yeah. And then I think, um, I think there are. I don't know if it was Match Room or Eddie Hurt that tweeted, oh yeah, Dave Allen's going to fight um, Webb tomorrow night. And he quote tweets, yeah, it might be a bit shit to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just love, I, you know, you got to love Dave Allen for that. And um, 
I, I don't think we've seen the last of him. Yeah. I, I think, think a lot, he's not, the thing that's good about Dave Allen is very honest about his level. He's not he's not got aspirations to fight Andillion White or anyone above him. He's, he knows his level. He knows where he can make the money, and he's got a massive fan base. And well, I think, think actually, I, like that, I think it might be the opposite actually because I think you know he's been in with White, he's been in with Ortiz. I think he'll take it. That's my worry for him because I think he will take them if if someone says to him, "Look, is you know, we'll give you hundred grand or hundred grand or even you know yeah." Yeah. Go go and take it now. Dubois, you know, really, if I if you're Daniel Dubois or Gorman, you're looking at Dave White thinking, "John, that's a name. Sell tickets. Uh, they'll feel that they can beat him. You know, relatively straightforward. Um, so they'll want it. I just hope that he doesn't. You know, I just hope it doesn't end in tears for Dave Allen. I really yeah. don't because he's he he seems like a really really nice guy and someone who perhaps can be a bit easily swayed. I don't know. I don't know him, but it's just the impression that yeah. comes across. I like to see him have one more crack. Uh, we spoke about this on Saturday. I'd like to see him do the Curtis Woodhouse thing. Yeah. Where just really, really go for it. Get yourself the... British Really go for it. A British... T- something. And really train your bollocks off for it. One more fight. Whatever happens, happens. And then Jack. Cool. Um, before we get on to the, the, the two uh, main fights. So we saw Katie Taylor, who was pretty impressive again. But, yeah. Uh, Girl was outclassed. Sorry? The girl was outclassed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, but yeah, she's she's valued for money, and she? she's fun yeah. to watch. Uh, Joshua Buatsi beat, like I said, somebody who was seventeen and fourteen. So he's wearing football socks. Yeah, he was big, high when, green football socks as well. When, when you, as someone that's tasted the lever out, when, <laughs> when you see a guy like him in the green football socks, I fancy my chances. Yeah, I was about to say. That's what I was going to ask. Do you look at someone like him and think I can take him? But it's the same with anything, right? It depends on anything that's different. I remember, I remember sparring some guy who came in with. Um, the gum shield with fuck you on it <laughs> uh, and that shook me man. that shook me mind game <laughs> you've lost already yeah yeah, yeah. I was, honestly I was like he's mean <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah no like I said it, it wasn't the best look for him was it uh, but Buatzi very quickly about Buatzi I, I think we agree don't we on this guy yeah. there's something about Buatzi that I'm not I'm not sure but maybe it's just because we haven't seen him at a proper level yet and it's just no. saying the Rick, it's a shame the Ricky Summers fight um uh, fell through, yeah. Uh, but there's something about him that he's obviously very good, very talented. Yeah. There's something I can't put my finger on. That someone's not quite. They're moving. They're not moving him very fast, are they? Uh, Ricky Summers would have been a good step up. Yeah, but it's baby steps. He's money it? though. He's going to be money for yeah. matchroom, and like they do with most of who've money, it'll go slowly. You know what yeah. they're looking at are people like Buatzi, Anthony Fowler, who obviously had a very, very um, it was a devastating knockout. Devastating yeah. knockout that, he, that um, he came through with. It was on, Craig O'Brien, was he? Yeah, yeah, that was um, that was bad. That was bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so Anthony Fowler, Joshua Boatzi, um, and a couple of other like Olympians, so to speak. Um, yeah. You know, that's their money now. So I, I I expect them to be moved slowly. Yeah. Do you know what it is? It was the what was the last fight he had that was on a pay per view? It was on the Hay Bellew undercard, yeah. I think it was. And uh, he was fighting a plumber, mm. and the guy just kept would get inside and kept hitting him. And we'd watch Buatzi at the Akoli show, yeah. the Akoli Champion show, and we was like, "Oh my god, this guy's lovely!" Yeah. Mm. You see him up close, and you hear the shots, and you hear how crisp they are, and how technically sound he is. He's also then, a very good-looking man. And he's a very good-looking man, mm. glowing. Um, but, but then, uh, <laughs> but I watched, I watched him on that Hey Belly card, and I thought he's getting hit on the inside so much. But someone that that talented against mm. the plumber, I thought he gets hit, hit on the inside a little bit too much. But again, is that just the fact that he's got he no, knows who he's fighting? He's got no power. Mm-hmm. Really, I know he's, he knocked over the geese in the football socks, mm. but in terms of a higher level, he's got no power. Really, yeah. apparently he hurts his hands all the time, which makes sense. Mm. 
I just think as he moves along, it's going to be interesting. I don't think... The interesting with the hand stuff is whether they get yeah. to a point where we're going, right now we're going to have to go quick for you yeah. to get the type of fights that, yeah. we, that we're going to need you in. Well, that'd be a Joe Carzaghi to be a volume puncher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just slaps. Frank Buglioni had a little com- uh, had a comeback win. Be interesting to see where, where he goes from there. Yeah, um, but looked in great shape, I must say. Yeah. You know, he, he nowadays Frank is always in really really good shape, and yeah. um, you know he's been quite open about the defeat to Callum Johnson and, and what he felt he did wrong and where he needs to fix stuff up. So I, I hope I hope he comes back. You think if Callum Johnson vacates, that him and Burton would have a rematch for the top British title? Yeah, you think just so. makes absolute sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so let's talk about Del Boy. Yes. So Derek, what Derek, a fight. Derek First of all, the support for Derek Chisora was huge. Yeah. So he was getting the whole, you know, Anthony Joshua name singing uh, reception as he came in. That was that took me a little bit by surprise. Yeah. Um, I think he's obviously won a lot of friends over from the um, the white fight. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's had that debacle in, um, in Monaco, in Monaco, Monaco since. Yeah. But yeah, huge amounts of support. And he rolled back the ears. Oh, from the but the thing was in that opening round, he looked like a shot fighter because he was sat on the ropes mm. and Takam was just teeing off on him, and he would pop back one every now and again and pop back an uppercut. And I was like, oh my god, you're actually shot. Because my concern before the fight was he's a shot fighter. He's just lost to the the guy in Monaco. Tyson Fury bashed him up pretty bad a few years ago. Um, I thought this is it. I thought Takam was going to stop him, and I wasn't the only one. I think quite a few people thought Takam would stop him. And in the first round, it looked really worrying. I was quite impressed with Takam in the first couple of rounds as well. His engine, mm-hmm. oh my God, his engine's amazing. Yeah, he just, does throw a lot of punches. David Hay talked about it as if he had him in as a sparring partner and was just like, it took him you know, a week to kind of get used to the pure amount of volume that um, yeah. that comes from him. What do you think about David Hay on commentary? Uh, I quite liked it. I think he's all right. Yeah, he's yeah, good at that kind of stuff. The commentary was horrific. We'll get to that. I'll main event, about the main event. We'll talk yeah. about that in a minute. But no, uh, Chisora... Because was actually quite cute on the ropes. He would slip yeah. shots. He would slip shots. There would be the, there was the odd time where he he would eat a lead right hand, a straight right hand, and he would eat the odd hook, and he'd think, "Oh my god, he's gonna get stopped in a second. Mm. But then he'd survive, and he'd throw an uppercut and step off, and it'd be like he was actually quite cute at times. Like, that first round, where I, the guys, I remember laughing. Yeah. You said, "What you're laughing?" I was like, "The camera angle hasn't moved. It's been the same <laughs> camera angle for uh, two minutes because yeah. he was literally just on that in that corner, yeah. getting pummeled, and like you say, fire, firing the odd one back." But I was like. This this is gonna if this is gonna be what it is he can't last much longer on that but as the rounds as the rounds grew he um, he grew into it more um, and and started pushing um, Takam back and just earned maybe earned a bit of Takam's respect straight away. Chizora looked like the puncher. I thought yeah. he looked like the harder puncher in the fight. I think so. Yeah. Takam was at the volume and I gave Takam every round. Mm. I was doing the scoring on Twitter and I gave him every round because. Chizora would do okay and then the last minute he'd sit on the ropes again the camera would just sit there and stay still. Yeah. And he just eat shots. Well, yeah. not you know. It was I don't just... like it at all. What don't you like? I don't like him taking all that punishment. No, no. and um, I think he should been. I think he should retire. Really? Yeah, because um, that style isn't conducive for him for fighting much longer. Um, yeah. If Hearn can secure him a fight at Wilder, um, then fair enough. But he'll get I don't, massive money. So I don't he think he should be fighting anymore if he's gonna. Is Takam Taka- yeah. a bit of an exception though? Because, like I said, a heavyweight heavyweight level. I think David Hay was saying this in commentary, saying you know when Adam is a partner, he he is he is volume and he is engine. You know, right. it is not the norm really for the whatever heavyweight can you think of that throws like that? Yeah, apparently Jerome Miller, but he throws a lot of punches. But I wasn't saying um, against White, he's shipped a lot of punishment as well. Yeah, it's not it's not that difficult to hit, and. 
is not at Dave Allen's level. It's a higher level than that. Yeah. And I don't see. I can't see him having too many more fights if he's going to get hit like that. But his next one, I mean, the work really he has got you know, options galore now. That's the problem. Well, yeah, I guess it's Joyce or Wilder, isn't it? Joyce Wilder. I mean, even the, the white rematch. I know. I know that Dillian was you know very kind of dismissive think, of it. I think Dillian's but mental I think, to take yeah. that. I, I agree. Well, actually, we'll talk about that in a second because I've got a bit of a theory on that. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then an eighth round came and bang. Just we were up on our feet, yeah. weren't we? Jumping. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone, it was just like, because oh, I thought he's going to lose here, he's going to get stopped, or yeah. he's going to go points and he'll lose. He just found a right hand. He just found a right hand and just dropped him heavy. Yeah. But the second one, mm. how tight was that? Yeah. Tight as a mouse's ear. Yeah. And it just dropped him and it was that was it. It was over. Yeah, fair play to Del Boy. He was, um, and Takam was emotional afterwards. You know, he he knew that you know that's a bad loss. Takam highly rated, you know, highly ranked. Sorry, along along a lot of the, the governing bodies, you know, and, and he's always got eight losses. Yeah, like you know, you can see he was in tears at the end, like yeah. when they were like you know having a hug and everything afterwards. You know, because he's a, really got to rebuild now, Takam. Mm. You know, but yeah, I did feel bad for him, but got caught with a shot. Yeah, but I thought the the quote of the night went to Del Boy as well. When he when the the uh, interviewer said to him, "Oh, was you hurt? Was you hurt any time?" He goes, "I won't hurt, man. I'm English." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was just like, "Yes." I also quite like the fact that he uh, they were saying, "Oh, we heard you had a bit of a shoulder injury." He was like, "No, I made that up <laughs> to get more money." To get more money. <laughs> Eddie was on the phone, like, you know, oh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it, Ed. And he's like, "All right, what what do we need to do?" <laughs> Another twenty grand on top. Yeah, yeah, I hope that's true. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, Okay, let's let's talk about let's hold what we what we think might happen next for Chidora because obviously it, I think some of it will revolve around this this the White Parker fight. Yeah. So, um, we had an absolute barn somewhere in in Chizora, Takam, and then you know we said to each other on on the nightcap, all right, go on and then follow that. And I was anticipating a bit of a stinker That's actually. Right, yeah. Um, but again, uh, another fantastic fight and another really a performance from Dylan White that just not proved people wrong yeah but actually no yeah probably proved people wrong yeah because you still watch him at times and you still think oh, he's rubbish like his feet are all over the place his balance is bad mm. but he's just beat a former world champion who's 26 and he's be- it was a- I thought it was pretty close I thought it was mm. pretty close I thought those you know I thought 115 110 was, out, was a bit out of order but it was pretty he's just beat a former world champion he's pretty He's near the top five heavyweights, maybe. He doesn't look amazing. Almost like belly in a way. He doesn't look great, but he keeps winning. He gets the job done. He gets I, a job. I think he probably is top five. Yeah. You kind of got to give it to him now. I mean, I think he's... Look at a T, like from I the grit in the teeth. Hands I, in his pockets, look. look I at think that, he's trash. Language. I think he's trash. But why? Trash. Give, us, give us something as to what. What What, but, um, what technically do you think he, he can't do? He's, he's technically poor, but he's in a shit division. So it makes him look better than, than he is. Um... Having said that, before the fight, I said that his determination and will to win and his hunger will get him through the fight, and it did. Um, you know, I think it gives anyone a fight. I don't think um, I think if him and AJ fought again, I reckon he'd probably go the four twelve. What did you I don't think? think I don't think he'd be as gung ho as he was. Yeah. Hold, hold on. What did What did you think of Parker? Is we disappointed him? I've, every time I've seen Parker fight I, oh, in I the last last four <laughs> fights, including you know. Um, uh, so who would you fight for Fury sorry yeah, um, Ruiz yeah Takam yeah Ruiz Takam I haven't 
you know, I was all, I, and I remember saying originally before the uh, before the Huey Fury fight, I thought Huey Fury would be. I still maintain that Huey Fury won that fight, um, and I, I just haven't been impressed. And I was really disappointed with him on Saturday. Yeah, I think um, the, I don't know what he is. He what is should, he? Yeah, he's not a slugger. He's not a banger. He's not a boxer, a pure boxer. I know what you're saying. He's a little bit of. He's like Mr. Bang Average. Mm. He showed quite fast hands. He showed quite. I think before the he showed quite neat hands. He mm. showed quite fast hands. Um, he showed some variety, um, but he let himself get bullied. He let himself get outmanned. Uh, I thought Ian John Lewis was awful. He's shit. He's the worst referee in a sport. He's fucking dangerous. But mm. I've said that before. Um, he was. He, White was doing, and you loved it. Yeah. White was doing all sorts. He was leaning on him, and he was. You know, the not like that stuff. Yeah. Um, the, you know the, the knockdown the first one that was called by Ian John Lewis was a headbutt and a forearm mm. and if you I thought Parker was winning that round I thought he was going to win that round before that happened um, if you switch that if the, if you switch that from a 10-8 to White to a 10-9 to Parker it's a draw mm. it's a draw that fight but what a, what a Parker Parker's okay he's still a young man but like T just said heavyweight is poor it's Joshua and Wilder and then the, the big gap and then the rest it's a poor Fury's obviously around as well Luis Ortiz but the rest of them they're evenly matched these guys White and Parker and Huey Fury and Pulev they're evenly matched but in terms of a standard they're, they're not great Parker's got no heart and I think if you're going to be what well, if you're going to be um, Dillian White you've either got to be a lot better than him which AJ is mm. Or you got to have more heart than them, which Parker didn't. Parker, for the first two... Was it not running in the fourth round or the third? It was the third, I think. I think it was the fourth. I thought he swept the first two rounds myself. Yeah. Parker just... He got to a point where Dylan was just hitting thin air. He was just beating for the punch. He was looking brilliant. Then once that plan went off course, went off road, he didn't know what to do. I think there was a lot of talk about Parker, you know, this this time round, you know, being a bit overawed by the AJ fight, you know, in Wembley and you know, mm. uh, and just the, the the monsterness of the occasion. So it was like, look, I've done that, respect it now. Come into a smaller arena, I'll be more comfortable, more more confident, that type of stuff. But he looked, he looked, he was too rabbit nice, under, yeah, he? he looked in the lights, trying yeah. to touch gloves and yeah, that um, shit, man. yeah, it was you got just, someone who's leaning on you, once uh, who's holding, yeah. who's holding gloves down. Uh, who's leaning, uh, you know, leaning arm, with the head and that type of stuff? Yeah. Don't be touching gloves. Once you start doing that, you got to start hitting him back. Yeah, it's like Ricky Hatton costs you. He hit, he hit me in the dick, so I hit him straight back in the dick. <laughs> you just got to do it. Yeah. It's professional boxing. That's what I kept saying to you on the night. It's pro boxing. It's pro boxing. It's not the amateurs. You've got to be a bit of a prick. Hmm? You know. Yeah, um, I think I think that's a problem. The thing with um, Dillian White is that he says himself he's still learning. Yeah, didn't have the extensive amateur career. Didn't have the endorsements. And you know, still, still a work in progress. I mean, At thir- thirty-one, though. Yeah, but it's heavy. That's young for heavyweight. Heavyweight's always been cool. late. They always um, been late. But, but it just made me laugh. He's like, I'm still young. Career-wise, he's not. It's not shop worn, is he? He's only no. had one. Well, he's had two, probably really hard fights. Mm. Yeah. But by and large, he, you know. So what? So okay. So we, like I said, we, we talked about you know Chisora and why. Now I think. What what my theory might be is I think we might see that fight again with White Chisora just because I think, like I said, at a pay per view level he will have earned X right Dillian White. Uh, I think 
if, if those titles are not able to be done, if they can't do the Wilder thing, and, you know, because, you know, Wilder then does agree to fight in April, he's not going to take a Dillian White fight in between. That's just not going to happen. No. That's suicide. Um, so, uh, so to maintain that number, the numbers now that him and Dale will be able to do, they'll be able to headline it. I'm not saying it should be, but they will be, you know, Sky and Matchroom will be able to sell a, a Chisora White headline pay-per-view, no problem. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I think so. The money will be there for yeah. for for White, and I just think, do you take a step? And you know, he's always said about fighting anyone. I don't think the whole, you know, he didn't have to take the Parker fight. You know, really, yeah, you know, he's, he's in a position now that was was in there, and that's what I mean. But if the, if it was all about the belt, which I don't think it is for him personally, I know he says it in there, but I don't, you know, that's part of the natural journey. And as he keeps doing what he's doing, then he'll be there anyway. He deserves it because he's done everything, particularly the WBC have asked of him. Um, but I, I think we will see that again because I think the money will be there and I yeah. think there'll be an element of because of what else is happening at the top of the division right now um, I, I, I think it'll be you know what's he going to do wait till June, July, August probably even September after you know whatever and if Wilder Joshua happens and then there's a rematch then the only other thing that doesn't happen is if it ends up you know um, uh, Matchroom and AJ shit the bed and, and don't take uh, don't take Wilder and it ends up being white and Joshua in, in well, April. I think it's going to be white. I think it's going to be white. The Joshua white too in April. Convinced a bit. Convinced a bit. Hundred thousand. That was a. Uh, that was when when. Fuck. When, what is that? That's my work phone. Sorry. Um, Disgusting. When when Anthony Joshua signed with Wembley Stadium to fight their two fights in a row, that was a dick slap to the face of Deontay Wilder. So that was like a power move. It was to say. So I think they agreed. They thought they said that they they were quite happy to fight in the UK. Um, that wasn't a particular bone of contention. I I don't. I'm I'm not sure I agree with that. I'm not sure I believe that. I'm not sure I believe that. I think what Wilder would like it to be in America. I think I'm Vegas, sure he would like it. Vegas is where the money is. Um, I think that was you. You kind of you you put Wilder in a corner then by going. I'm fighting at Wembley in April. I think you've put Wilder in a corner. You have to come here if you want to fight. It's good. It's good. It's great business, really, it's because great because what you're doing yeah. is you're saying, look, you don't have to sign this contract till December if you don't want it. Yeah, take your yeah. time. Oh, it's smart. Yeah. It's smart, but I think by doing that, it put Wilder in a corner, and I think I think Wilder will go, oh, fuck you. I'm, you're not going to tell me. Where well, we've heard about there's lots of the, the, the Wilder Fury talk has really upped itself today. If, I think uh, it's bollocks. I can't see it. I can't see it. Okay. He says it's ninety nine percent done. Mm. That's what Fury says. I'd love it. I would love it. I if, wouldn't. I'd love it, but because I really like Wilder and I really like Fury, who would you pick? Fury, look, Fury, Fury's on his way out. I was just looking at his weights, right? So he said to, uh, Tyson said today that he's weighing 16, 7, 12. Um, really? Uh, and I was just looking at his weights. So he was 19, he was 19 stone 9 for Safari, uh-huh. uh, and then was, you know, 18, was 18, 8 for Chisora, 17, 7 for, for Klitschko. So. I mean, he doesn't particularly look it. It's 236 pounds. Mm-hmm. That's what he says today. That's, that's mm. mental. That's less than AJ. Mm. Yeah, that was less than what against Vlad. Mm. I think... But he's probably not particularly defined, is he? No. The, he'll never he'll have to give a Robbie, but for, for, for a spectacle, I'd rather see Wilder versus Joshua mm. any day of the week. Yeah. I don't want to see Joshua fight Fury just yet because that fight's going to be a snooze fest. Mm. Yeah. 100%. So I think if Wilder fights Fury, it kind of whoever wins, whoever loses that fight. I don't know. Maybe if maybe if Fury loses, maybe he still gets the AJ fight in a year or two. Yeah, I think he will. There'll be know. too much money in it. I think. Yeah. I think. So what we're saying. So really, but for White, it'll either be Chisora or Joshua. 
I think that's probably fair, you think? Yeah. I don't think Wilder's not going to fight him. If Wilder no. hasn't fought him already, no. it's not no. going to happen. Maybe no. Ortiz. Wilder will fight Brazil, yeah. and then and depend then... on what he does in April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Pew level Ortiz. Yeah, I don't think they'll fancy Ortiz. I think they've had that chance before. I don't. I don't think they'll fancy Ortiz. Nah. Pulev maybe, but again, Pulev. It can't be pay per view. I just think. I just think now, where much remark, they'll want to keep White at a pay per view level because they need yeah. pay per view fighters now. Yeah. And I think. I think that's what will happen. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if we do see. Um, sure again, I think the money will be. The yeah. money will be there, but it'll all depend on Wilder, obviously. Well, I think I don't know. Maybe if Belly and Usyk get it together, that's true. Yeah. There may be going to be a co-headline. Yeah. If I know we've spoken about this before, Brooke Khan, mm. end of the year possibly. That's another one. I personally think White sits it out until next April. Okay. All right. Well, let's see what happens. All right. So let's cover some news bits. We just talked about Fury and talk about his weight thing. That was something that was discussed today. But like I said, he looks like he's on his on the right track at least. Um, so Manny Pacquiao beat Lucas Matisse on the seventh round TKO. You look good. Yeah. Drugged up. <laughs> oh, fuck's allegedly. 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 <laughs> Uh, Back covered in zits, the size of a <laughs> that could the just size be... of a beach ball <laughs> in in a country where they don't drug test. There was a distinct lack of drug testing. That's what I'm going to say. Um, but he looked really good. He looked really good. The he, world tour continues. Yeah, the world tour continues. Apparently, he's a free agent now. Mm. So <laughs> I liked his little tweet. I'm a free agent now. There's a picture of him in a suit. Come and talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> like a fucking the zone. Yeah, possibly. Possibly, yeah. Um, it's an easy name to snap up. Yeah. The money won't have to be what it's always been. No. Not that they're short of it by the sounds of it. He's but... just going to be fighting people in, in Asia. He's just going to fight people in Asia, isn't he? Mm. Amir Khan. Khan's wanted that fight forever. Mm. That'd be a nice, easy way to get out of the Brook thing. Yeah, and he doesn't want that fight. It's at 147. I don't want that fight. What, Khan Brook? Yeah, I don't care. No, we're not talking about it. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, yeah, there's not much to say about. It. I mean, it was an impressive performance, and Matisse's he's shit. shot, yeah. he's shot fire. It's a shot fire. Yeah, I was going to be kind of in that, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Liam Smith lost to uh, Jamie Munguia. It was Munguia, I was told. It was how it's pronounced. Yeah, uh, by unanimous decision for the um, WBO light middleweight um, title fight. Uh, I don't, I didn't see it. I'll be honest, because uh, <laughs> I don't care. Um, Mungui is massive he yeah. was far too big for him Liam Smith like a lot of Joe Gallagher fighters dines out on being massive at the weight mm. he came up against the geezer that was even massiver at the weight and dealt with him it's a shame him. what's happened with, with, with after the, the the fights against um, uh, Canelo yeah Canelo Williams. but then the, the two domestic fights oh, against Williams, Williams yeah sorry um you know, I always felt that Liam Smith was the best of the brothers really in terms of talent and, and yeah. who I like to watch yeah um but it's just, it's faded now. I mean, what what does he do now? <sighs> yeah, I think he's talking no about going up. No one cares either. That's the problem. No, he's talking about going up, isn't he? To middleweight. But what, he's going to fight Billy Joe Saunders? No. Like, who really... Billy Joe Saunders is like, what does he... What does, what does Billy Joe Saunders do? Mm. Like, it's just... It's weird. What's up with the Smith? So obviously, Paul Smith's retired. Yeah. Liam Smith is, you know, getting towards what do you do now. Yeah. What's going on with Stephen Smith? Yeah, off his ear fell off in his last fight. Yeah. So he's probably still recovering from okay. that, to be fair. And obviously, Callum's got the fight with George, with George, George Graves. Graves. Um, did we record it since then? Since the dates and the location no, been announced? No, no. So that's going to be September the twenty um, eighth, is it? Yeah, yeah. something like that. Uh, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, it's really annoying. Fucking livid. Yeah, I know. The one fight that I would, would be like going and watch my football team, where I'd be so invested. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not over here. It's in some next country. It's, yeah, I think they 
I think they signed a deal with one fire to be there. And it's obviously meant to be the Gassier fire now. Mm. And that's switched. Yeah. They'll make really good Rich. money out of it. Fair play to them. You know, Groves, if Groves wins, I can see him jacking. You know, it's, oh yeah, you know. Well, let's let's talk about it closer to the time. But it's it's good that it's been announced because there was a moment, yeah. there was some time where we thought it wasn't going to happen. Chris yeah. Eubank might have been you know, parachuted in. Yeah, uh, I got done by a, an old photograph today, apparently of of Chris Eubank holding his um, IBO, IBO title. title, but he lost to Groves. He didn't actually lose it, but George Groves refused to pay the sanction fee. So, so it's vacant. Yeah. Uh, and it looked like he turned up to a concert wearing his belt <laughs> uh, but T rained on, rained on my parade and said yeah. it was yeah, from yeah. a year ago so, so on, on Snapchat you can put old videos on and he put he put a whole bunch of snaps of, the, of him holding the belt with him and Kendrick Lamar Young Thug at a concert where people are going up to him and he's taking pictures of him so but it's, still it's he took the belt ago. still he did his best to get get make the most out of that. Job. It's not even a real world title for them. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's talk about the WBSS. So season two. Uh, yeah. So Progoire picked Terry Flanagan. Terry Flanagan was the last um, last one in. Yeah. We discussed well, but that's something he should do, and that's good news because yeah. he's in. Yeah. You know, and, and he's entertaining if if nothing else. He, he's a good fighter. Yeah. He's a good fighter. He looked quite sluggish against um, Hooker. Hooker, thank you. He looked quite sluggish against him. Maybe if we chalk it up to an off night, I think he, he might give Progre a fight. Or Progre's going to wipe him out three rounds. I love Progre. I'm a big Pro- fan. Probably the latter. Yeah, I think Pro- I'd probably pick Progre to win it all. But mm. Josh Taylor's a great a quality fighter as well. Well, Josh Taylor win his last fight. Uh? I don't think he beat Postol. I don't think he beat Postol. Really? I don't think he beat Postol. I thought Postol beat him. Uh, oh yeah, of course. In the fight, I'm thinking the wrong thing. Um, uh, I don't think he beat him. No, you don't think Post will beat him? No, not for me. Just, just what are you doing here? No, I don't. I don't. I know. I know what you're saying. But I watched it when I watched it back again. Uh, yeah. I had it. It could have been a draw. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I thought you got started. I think it could go. It literally could have gone fight. either way. It literally could have gone either way for me. But I was not like, oh, we had that. But I know you had him by. I know you had Postal by about four rounds, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was. I was. Un, I wasn't as sure as that. I think some of his. Um, still to say invincibility because no one's ever thought that about Josh Taylor. But I thought some of um, the shine has been yeah. taken off a as a result bit. of that fight. Yeah. And if he was fighting in a neutral venue, then scorecards might have been correct. And so he, he's he's picked Ryan Martin. Yeah. Who well, that's all he had. There's only two. Yeah. Yeah, there's only two oh, it was the default, was yeah, it? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know much about Ryan Martin. Anything that we know about him? Not really. No. Nope. He's the only American in the. Well, there's two. For great. Yeah, for great yeah. as well. That, that, apparently, by all counts, he's pretty good. Okay. But that was the issue with the last WBSS. There was lack of American involvement. You had Brent, yeah. who's yeah. rubbish. Um, WBSS had none. No, yeah. Cruiserweight, sorry, had none. Yeah. So it's good to have an American. And Design looks like they're picking it up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's. But what about Bantamweight? Uh. Bantamweight looks quality. Uh, oh, I'm right. finished talking about this, yeah? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Ryan Burnett picked uh, Nonito Donaire, which oh. is, uh, that's yeah. exciting. That is exciting. Because I like Ryan Burnett, yeah. but I don't think he's as good as everyone says. No. I, I think he's very good, yeah. but I think he cuts too easy. Yeah. Um, I don't and like I, his style. There's no punch. You can't punch. I love his style. Yeah. But it's stupid. <laughs> what? what do you mean it's stupid? It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Just I think it's very technically shit, adapt. I love I love Booth. Booth is one of my favourite humans on the planet, but I don't like Burnett style. I don't. I just I do find him a little bit dull. I find if oh, people really are going to fight, it. if people are going to fight like that, then have a bit of a bang. You know what I mean? It's like when Roy Jones had his hand behind his back mm. and knocked that bloke up because Richard Orr. 
Yeah. They'll do a bit of that. I mean, he's not he's not got the power to, to have that style. Okay. Yeah. And Fair sorry, enough. the other issue with WBSS is that the quarterfinals are always shit anyway, because it's always obvious he's going to win them. So it's only the semis and it really heats up. Yeah. I don't know. I, well, what's the thing with the bantamweight? So with the bantamweight stuff. Yeah. Uh, so we've got um, Teti. Uh, remind the, me, sorry. I'm, sorry way, I'm so ill, I can't even think. What, in what's the way, Teti. Yeah. Uh, and then Burnett, Donair, and oh, Emmanuel Rodriguez. Rodriguez yeah. yeah, yeah. So those are your four champions. Mm. Um, if all four of those go through, which they will. Yeah. Who are we more most excited to see Tete against? Oh, Nui. Yeah. Oh, I want to go to Japan and watch Nui. I want to see a Tete and um... Rodriguez. Yeah, that's a quality fight. Yeah, Rodriguez is quality. Who's scheduled to face who then? Or don't you don't know? Um, I think uh, Denaire, not Denaire, um, Anoue would be against, I think, Tete in the semi. I can't remember. Yeah. Maybe but maybe Anoue will come here. It's been open to it. Yeah. I'd love that. Yeah. I'd love that. Cause, uh, yeah, it's, it's numbers, though, and it's a problem. Yeah. Particularly yeah. if it's planning, if it's, you know, anything to do with not, well, with the zone and new concept and all the rest of it. I yeah. suppose it'll be free to air though. When it, if you've got Sky, it's going to be, you know, have to yeah. pay for it. Not like yeah. we've had to, like ITV box yeah. office with bits and pieces. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it'd be interesting. But no, it's like I said, it it's, looks really, really good. But the King was back. Oh, yeah. Your boy. The King was back. Mikey Garcia beat Roberts uh, Easter Jr. to unify the WBC, the IBF lightweight titles. He is. It's quality. He's, I'm, he's pound for pound. Number one. Mm hmm. He's in the conversation. It's it's there's such a vacuum in the pound for pound. I'm not going to argue with anyone about pound for pound anymore. If you think it's Golovkin, well, I'm telling you, he's, he's pound for pound. Yeah, fair enough. I would say Terence Crawford uh, still, but I'm not going to argue the toss with you. Really, it's mm. there's no it's difficult now. Yeah, it's Lomachenko. I think there's an argument. I know you hate him, T, but I think there's an argument for Lomachenko. Well, Do you, you feel Garcia's gone under the radar a little bit though because of the big break he had at that period of time, and it, it's kind yeah. of it, like it was bare, it wasn't even on telly. Yeah. No, it wasn't on British TV. No, it, no. Was, it was on Showtime in America. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I think as well he's a massive favourite. Every fight he goes into, he's a massive favourite, mm. um, Mikey Garcia. And so he's winning, and he's you know he's just unified a title. But really, who would Robert Robert Easter Jr. beat? And you know, there's that kind in good win, great knockout, highlight reel knockout. It was that kind of it was early doors, was it fourth round, wasn't it? yeah, it was like third round or something. Mm -hmm. And it's just like he's good, Mikey Garcia. I love watching him. Adrian Broner, he was a massive favorite against Adrian mm -hmm. Broner. Adrian Broner never shows up in them when it really counts. He's great, Mikey Garcia. I love watching him fight. He was quality against Robert Easter. Um, called out Errol Spence afterwards. Daring I'm annoyed by that. Why? Oh, okay, fight your own fucking weight. Fight Lemachenko. Why are you fighting someone who's 12 pounds? heavier than you and there's a massive rotor weight what's the fucking point because he's money it's Lomachenko and Rigondo again isn't it it's just dark but he's going for the bigger guy instead of going for the smaller oh, guy that's rubbish Lomachenko I don't know why he's so Lomachenko Lomachenko don't want to fight clean your fucking division out he what annoys me about boxing is no one wants to clear a division out anymore yeah. which is why what you said done was so amazing clear a division out then go up I don't see why he's calling out um, Spence will fight there's nothing and as for Spence Spence should even well, Spence, not, it's not going to duck it, is he? But um, he can't win. If he beats Garcia, he's expected to win. Yeah. And if he loses, he's a fucking idiot. So, yeah. no. I see what you're saying. He doesn't gain much from it other than he beats he beats Mikey Garcia, who's a quality fighter. Um, 
Lomachenko is not going to fight Mark Yossi. It's not going to yes, happen. Yes, it's not going to happen. He it? left top rank, sat on the couch for two years. He'd rather see rather than he'd rather sit on the couch for two years than fight for Bob Arum. Mm. That's not fight. It's not going to happen. Top rank have made no noises at all about wanting to make that fight at all. It's not happening. Mikey Garcia knows it. Lomachenko knows it. It's not happening. Mm. And so he's thinking, all right, what else am I going to do? There's nothing at 140. There's this tournament going on. Yeah. I'm going for the big dog. Exactly. I'm going for. I'm going for the boogeyman. I don't know what. Keith Thurman won't even utter his name. He I won't even know. utter Errol Spence's name. But I don't know. That's what I mean. I don't know. Based, what else based, you're expecting based on the politics. I guess there is logic, but I don't like these out of weight fights as bollocks. Yeah. It's a problem with boxing today. No one cleans the division up. I think, Mikey, I know what you're saying. I, I love unification. It was good that that was a unification on the weekend. Usyk and Gassiev was great, and we're about to talk about that. Um, but there is politics. It, it happens. Um, I, just, I, f- I worry about Mikey Garcia. Don't fuck my links up, man. I was just about to say, talking Sorry. about cleaning up a division, let's yeah. talk about it. You see what you fucked it. No, but I've still got more to say about it. No, no, all right. Go on. <laughs> Errol, <laughs> all right, calm down. Errol Spence has been largely inactive yeah. for the last couple of years. Um, he doesn't have a fight lined up. He's got his mandatory out of the way. Yeah, surely he wants, to, he wants to unify the division too. He said he's got a small, lightweight calling him out. Yeah. And if he beats Garcia, does it move the needle for him? Yeah. I think Spence is potentially a pound-for-pound fighter, but... Yeah. The fights he's got on offer. I mean, him and um, Crawford are having a bit of a flirt on Twitter, which is quite nice. Yeah. Mm. I'd rather that fight happen. But, I don't know. I just think, I don't see a fight with Garcia doing anything for Boxer than now. Well, we're looking at Garcia possibly signing with, you know, coming um, on with the zone as well. So that maybe that might open some bits up. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. I think Errol Spence is probably looking at it. Keith Thurman won't fight me. He's not fighting me. It sucks at I'm not sure Keith Herman wants to box again. I think he might have just lost his edge. Although I apparently fucking love Keith Herman. He's a quality fighter. Uh, he's, you know, before he had this massive layoff, he was the number one for me. He was mm. quality. You've got Danny Garcia's fighting um, Porter. Sean Porter in September for the WBC title. That'd be fun. But it, it, don't get your dick hard, does it, really? Garcia against Spence. Only because you know what Porter's going to do. Yeah. So it's you know how that fight's going to go. Because oh, that's of the a way good Porter fight. Is. What I mean is the winner of that against Spence. Oh, I see, right. That okay. doesn't really get your juices going. Whereas Garcia Spence, it's got a bit of the unknown about it. Mm. I would worry about Garcia though because. Which, uh, the, which Garcia you're on about now, Mikey? Okay, sorry. Uh, Just call him King. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's he relies a little bit on strength. He was far too strong for Easter at the weekend. Mm. I thought he was just too strong for him. He hit too hard for him. He's not going to have that against Spence. Spence is strong and he's yeah. thick and he hits hard and he's quick. Spence is a 154 fighter in, in 147. He'd get him out of there. Yeah. He would get him out of there late. Well, let's see what happens. I really think, depending on, depending on who ends up with the zone and, and the money that then gets yeah. injected into certain things, I think we could see some movement on what would traditionally be older political kind of stalemates, I yeah. think. Yeah, um, possibly. Particularly over there because yeah, they want to shake things up, don't they? So, yeah. um, so we'll see. So let's talk about Usyk and Gassiev because it was... Um, but all the marbles. Masterclass. It was all the marbles and it was an absolute masterclass. You're absolutely right. I mean... Um, it was 119, 109 uh, twice and then 120, 108 in a fight that is deemed as like the biggest thing in boxing right now and a 50-50 fight unbelievable I mean he has he moves like Usyk moves like a middleweight Uh, it's ridiculous I sat there and wrote I wrote a preview for Boxing Monthly I sat over that last paragraph for about 12 hours thinking who am I picking Mm. I had no idea and that little documentary it made me change my mind a little I bit. I didn't watch it. Yeah, Usyk yeah. didn't look very good against Breedis. He won and he deserved to win, but he didn't look great. Gassiev looked great against Ortikos. Mm. 
And I was like, oh my God, the bookies couldn't split them. And Usyk just, it, I scored it 12 rounds to nil. He completely washed him. His feet, oh, I've never, I would not argue if you said he was pound for pound number one. Mm. I would not pick a heavyweight to beat him. I'd pick him against Joshua. I'd mm. pick him against. I'd pick him against all of them. He gives Joshua absolute fits, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. His feet. It's all about his feet, except and his work rate. In that twelfth round, when he was eleven rounds up, he could have got on his bike, walked around, he beat the shit out of him again for, for the twelfth round on the road. He was on. Um, Any complaints about tell you what? Tell you what. Abel Sanchez can fuck off. He was awful. He was rubbish. He was awful. Absolutely rubbish. Yeah. Uh, won- you two fucking hate Abel Sanchez anyway, though. <laughs> he won Trainer of the Year last year. You couldn't wait. You looking at it- both of you looking at each other then? You couldn't wait to get that in. He's a mug. He needs to give that award back. Exactly. He's a disgrace to the sport. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, I'm just making that up. Dude. That's really dick. I'm gonna stop my drink up. But no, I think um, I think he even talked about pulling them out. Obviously, it's mind games, but. Mm. I just think he had no plan B because before the fight, I mean, we saw the documentary again, and he was so confident. And but this was my question: any complaints about Gasev in terms of the night? He had no plan B. He had no plan B. He looked demoralised. He got lost. He looked demoralised. But what I'm saying rounds. is, did we see? I mean, I, you know, Usyk for me just dominated and, and made uh, Gasev, you know, into what we saw. Yeah. But I'm just saying, did you have any other aspect, uh, any other kind of look about it in terms of that Gasev went about things the wrong way or? Or... I thought I f- he did look completely demoralised after mm. about three rounds. He just looked like he wasn't interested. He just thought, God, this geezer's. I'm getting. He got hit with pretty much every jab. I remember that first two rounds thinking, I'm going to he's eating every fucking jab here. Mm. And he was just. Every time Gassier would make half a step in, Usyk would step off. Usyk was amazing. And perhaps you've just got to put it down to that. Usyk just had the fight of his life and was immense. But. I know we just had a giggle about it. Abel Sanchez was poor in that corner. Mm. It was almost similar to uh, Eubank against Groves when I said this after that fight. Eubank kept saying, make it a fight, make it a fight. And that's what similar to what Sanchez was doing. He was um, he was going, oh, you've got to make it a fight. You've got to get in there. I'm going to pull you out. Say something technical. Tell him to jab his way in. Tell him something he can physically do instead mm. of just... Going, oh, you've got to make this rough. You, I'm going to pull you out. Tell him what to fucking do. You're the coach. You're the guy that's trained him. Someone's you just like, someone... fucking trained by a cut man. I mean, yeah, come I on. You could train him to. You need, I mean, to be fair, coach. I mean, at a certain level of boxing, they don't need a. I think once they get to a certain level, all you got to do is stick Vaseline in their face, give yeah. them a bit of water, and say, "Go on, son." But also, it's about knowing, you know, if, and if and if his trainer knows him and knows what buttons, what buttons to push at what times you know if he is in trouble or is in a situation where he needs geeing up or whatever then, yeah. then that's it someone's just some fighters just moved to Sanchez to be trained Joe Joyce. Joyce yeah 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 should turn him straight back <laughs> straight back to England <laughs> Abel Sanchez or Joe Gallagher <laughs> Joe let's go yeah he's just like him hasn't he yeah well he's yeah Joe's gym's getting quite empty so yeah just come back no, I think um, no. Usyk was Usyk was amazing. Um, Gassiev has no answer to him, but I think what what I guess um, breeders for Gassiev. What happens? No one knows. Mm. That's a fifty-fifty. Um, Gassiev is twenty-four years old, I think. Yeah. So he's got plenty of time. In order to he'll probably become a heavyweight too. So yeah. makes it makes it all the more exciting. They won't win a rematch, but 
So Usyk has all the belts. He stood in the ring with every single belt, apart from the ring magazine belt, which is a little bit disappointing. I think um, he'll get it. They just didn't have one on yeah, hand, yeah, which, which is, is a bit short-sighted. Annoying, yeah. They had plenty of time. Um, and the first man's name he calls is Tony Lad. Yeah, Tony Lad. Yeah. Fat Lad from Liverpool. Yeah. It was... Yeah, it was It was interesting. It was like... He's not saying, I want Josh R, I want, I want Wilder, I want... I want Tony Bellew. Um, I think he sees Tony Bellew's money. Mm-hmm. I think he sees him as a gateway to Joshua. I think he looks at him and thinks, if I beat him, Do I'm, over here, yeah. I'm known in England, I'll fight over here, it'll beat Bellew 12 rounds to nil, but you never fucking know. Bellew says that's a stadium fight. It is a stadium fight. Not in winter, though. That's when a fight will take place. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I um, think... Cardiff? No. That's... What's that word? It's yeah, that's ambitious. Mm. I think with um, why are you f- nodding at me like ambitious? Because like I a really amazing word I that you just plucked any, out from a thesaurus. I did not it's pretty basic. Any, I didn't get any in GCSE for nothing, you know. Okay, <laughs> English for nothing. I think um, what was I going to say? Um, Usyk fought the entire WBSS away, didn't fight, and didn't have any of his fights in the Ukraine. He went to Breedis's gaff, and and won. He went to Gassiev's gaff mm. and wrecked him. In front of his I don't, wife. <laughs> I don't think... I don't think <laughs> Bad I was, man, man. I don't think what are you doing? My wa- Imagine that halfway through the fight, like eight rounds in. My wife's over there. Come on. You never perform again. Yeah. I think there's never. an episode in Friends where um, Monica dates this ultimate fighter. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it gets absolutely sparked in one round. But um, but yeah, no, I think I don't think going over there will hold any fears for Usyk. Um, if there's going to PPV model, then... That's to be a co-main event. I don't think Usyk speaks much much English, so I don't think it does. I th- I th- I think Bellu Usyk when it's for all the belts like that. Yeah, uh, undisputed uh, cruiserweight title. The man that's just it was on Sky as well, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah. think uh, the, no, the tournament no. wasn't on Sky. At no, all. it was on the TV box office. But it's doable. It's yeah. very very doable. Andy at the end of the the white show that we he stared down the camera, didn't he, Bellu, and he mm. said. I'll fight you. Whatever. And he's pretty much confirmed on this talk sport this week. He's pretty much said, "Look, my next fight will, will be will be Usyk. We're just waiting on dates and when we where yeah. we can do it and stuff." Perfect. And now, now, and look, and all the credit in the world to Tony Bellew because the money that he's made, he could easily walk up Sancho. But I think he knows now. Do you know what? I've still got my doubters. You know, beating a one-legged hay and all the rest of it. Go and do this. No one can argue with anything. If he goes and beats Usyk, which look, if he I don't beats see Usyk. Imagine your little face. <laughs> I oh will. We have to watch that together, because because yeah. yeah. if Tony beats him, you know, look, I'm, I'll be off for going if it's. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watch a guy like Usyk. Listen back to the podcast that we did, which I did the other day. Listen back to the the week before Hey Bell you won. Yeah. And we were almost in tears, laughing at the fact that someone had picked Bell you to to win it in a first in a in some early rounds, right? And it was that. You never know, right? And I know, and Tony, you know, it would be, it's, I think he said this week, look, this would have to be my last fight because it's going to be brutal and I'm going to get hit a lot. Yeah. But I'm still convinced that I carry more power than he does. And oh, if I yeah. can catch him, then, you know, so he's honest about where it is. And I think, um, I really, really hope that fight comes off because I think that's the perfect full stop for Bellew one way or another. If he loses, he's made lots of money. No one can say he ducked the opportunity to go and get all the belts in one time against someone who was arguably pound for pound like you said um, you know he's done it and he's, done, he's he's gone for it and he came up short that's fine but then if he wins it everyone like T will be will have to then you know go and give him a cuddle if he ever meets him no 
Um, he, I think his analysis of the fight was fair though. He says Usyk is a much better boxer than him, but he's yeah. got he's got he carries a power, and mm. he's right. If Usyk is careless and he hits him, could could knock him out. Yeah, he's a little bit quicker than Gassiev. Gassiev looked very very slow. Mm. And timing, it's, it's not so much the speed as the timing. He has the momentum. He'd be at home. And what Tony Bellew does have is a trainer that he has a fantastic relationship with, yeah, who is get who is uh, knows him inside out. And who can offer lots of technical advice, but also knows him well enough to be able to go right, you know, pull your finger out or whatever it might be, you know. And like Dillian White, he's got no quit in him. Mm. You know, it might be similar to the Parker v v White fight. Um, Parker's got the better boxing skills, but White has just got the will to win. Yeah. And he's street smart. I mean, Belly will be in there in the clinches, doing all kinds of shit to him. And I don't know how you going to respond to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I, I think it should be some twelve rounds to nil, but. Really? Oh, yeah. Usyk's next level. Mm. He goes from a different planet. Like, nah, he's next level. I think he beats him 12 rounds to nil. Oh, Eddie, Eddie, Hearn was so, Eddie Hearn was saying that, you know, it's difficult because there's not much, he doesn't feel that there's as much money in the fight. Mm-hmm. Nah, there's well, not. Well, it? Because he doesn't speak English. Yeah. No one he doesn't speak he English. Nobody does really know. But if is. you can't sell, you know, and I understand that, but if you can't sell all the belts, off the, you know, they're a huge I mean, machine. The, if they, they must be able to do that. The, the parallel is... Golovkin, yeah. But Golovkin is kind of known to a degree, yeah. even even with a few casuals. Usyk mm. fought on ITV box office, mm. which I don't think the fight against Gassiev made any ripples in the boxing world as such in terms of um, the casual market. But but Bailey makes got, surely Bailey makes up for it. Bailey's got so much of a pull yeah. that maybe maybe you guys are right. Maybe it's pay per view. And this is what we're saying about Joshua. You know, it's the same thing. Really, I think Bellew's at a point now where yeah. maybe not at Wembley, but at the O2. Or you know maybe even Goodison Park. Yeah, he'll sell it out no problem. Doesn't I matter. Think, who's I fighting. think they do Goodison Park. Yeah, I think they do Goodison Park definitely. Really, I don't know whether he will because I think he was quite vocal about the fact that look, if he'd have lost to Makubu that night, he would have really struggled to go back there. If he gets washed twelve to twelve to nil <laughs> at, at your at your like favorite place on earth, I want to go. That would I'm be. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. If, oh, I really don't have to go to Liverpool. I've never been. <laughs> you never been to Liverpool. I've never been to Liverpool. No. Lucky, been to Liverpool a few times. Trip. Nice city. I've got nothing good to say about it. That <laughs> uh, was good to see. Like a Northern Essex in some parts, but... Really? Yeah, because the girls are all tanned up and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> They've got a good little, good little hip-hop... Um, oh, yeah. Culture. Kind yeah, of hip-hop cool. culture in, 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 a, in Liverpool. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. Um, all right, prediction league. Oh, come on. Have we got to do this? Yes. So Cal's wearing the prize uh, that the, the winner will ultimately get. Uh, and so, so you're going to update the table but the next one we're going to go what with Devin Alexander and Andre Berto or does no one care about Devin Alexander and Andre Berto it's a bit rubbish I but I thought people would know who they are okay um, fine. but we've also got uh, Kovalev against Alida Alvarez yeah that's so, the guy that Stevenson was ducking for yeah plus I, I, I like to do two fights sometimes because it gives cans like tea a chance to go up the table a bit Obviously. I was so close to what when White put down Parker. That was the ninth round that I picked, and I was like, "Come on!" Yeah, uh, I cannot believe that that did not finish in that round. Man. Yeah, and then but about round the... twelve was a bit. Oh yeah, it was a little bit. We didn't talk about it? that actually. No, did nah. we? One Does more, the... one more round. Does yeah, yeah, one more round. Parker gets rid of him. Yeah. Thirty more seconds. Parker gets rid of him. Mm. Does that raise questions about White and his engine? Did was he a bit too heavy? Probably was, wasn't he? Yeah, probably was a bit too heavy. Yeah, he was a stone heavy, wasn't he? I did do the table, by the way. Oh, you've done it, have you? I've done the table. So who's today. top? David Tarbuck still. Where am I? 
first, ninth, and I'm what? You're ninth, and I'm third. Am I missing some? Yeah, you missed two last. Uh, the two. No, I didn't. You, you said this. You said this. Four. I predicted. But sometimes I do it in our group. I'm not going back. It's not good enough. Well, we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah, I think I'm higher than ninth. Ninth. Uh, but yeah. So all right, let's do Devon Alexander and Berto and, and Kovalev um, Alvarez. That's this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go from there. What are we finishing on? When are we going to finish this? We're going to finish Canelo um, Golovkin too. Okay, fine. Yeah. And then you will. Whoever wins will be the proud. Uh, are we telling them what it is? Yeah, tell them. We'll be the proud owner of a, of a WBC uh, replica medal. Replica medal. Which yeah. is good, doesn't it? Which, as you've heard from the start of this podcast, uh, very expensive. Paid money for, amazing. Paid big money for. Yeah. Yeah, it's on our Instagram story. I posted it on there before this. So this will be yours to keep, and yeah. then each year we will. Uh, we'll buy something different, yeah. quirky. And then when you've all paid in a tenner, <laughs> <yeah. laughs> then we'll get you a real belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I like. No, that I don't idea. know because we have we right. do like our belts, don't we? Can oh yeah. The first time we ever recorded here, right? Uh, uh, where we particularly are, yeah. uh, Cal bought along some a WCW World Championship belt and the old star WWF belt for me yeah. to wear. And I had one round my waist, one round my shoulder. Stood at the door waiting for T to walk in. That's what he can say. <laughs> It was, one of, it was like one of my best days having like proper belts, like heavy stuff as well. It was nice. Cal sends me messages probably about four or five times a week where he wants me just to buy stuff. Uh, and most of the time it's some type of replica WBC belt, which we've talked about going half season. Yeah, Mediterranean title. <laughs> Patel belts. Or like a proper one yeah. where we like split custody of it. Yeah. So I, I walk around like you, bank. That's what I would do. Yeah. I would, I would do that. It'd be like a shirt. I go, to, I go down to Tottenham on a weekend wearing my WBC belt. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. You get offered out for straighteners, left. Yeah, and right. yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, right. We'll let you go because um, I feel like hell. I'm tired, man. Right, we'll let you go. So we will be back uh, soon. So maybe, maybe around Frampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah Frampton because we've got Fury on the undercard there. It'd be interesting to see what he does after that. What yeah. he actually weighs in. The way he's going now, he might weigh about twelve stone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, get your um, reviews in, Prediction League, everything else. And any questions or anything that you want to answer, hit us up. And we shall see you next time. Good stuff. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.